Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the iBug Buzz conference call for Monday, April 5th, 2021. I'm Maria, and I will be facilitating the call tonight along with Sandhya. And this is an open forum for anyone with questions or issues with their iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, Apple Watch, or Apple TV. And for anyone desiring to become more proficient in using the accessibility features of these iDevices, especially with voiceover. So welcome to everyone who's joined us uh, tonight, who's joined in live, or those listening to the call via the report, recorded podcast playback. So this meeting is being recorded. Uh, and it will be available as a podcast both on our website and uh, also you can find us uh, as iBug Buzz on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So we have a few rules that we ask everyone to follow to help keep the uh, meetings running smoothly and to help keep the call quality high. We ask that all of you stay kindly on mute when you are not speaking to uh, make sure again, that the, the quality remains, that you know there isn't background noise or anything like that. Um, so when you want to ask or answer a question, we ask that you then unmute and just say your name and wait to be acknowledged by one of the facilitators. Um, so that, again, that's myself, Maria or Sandhya this evening. And uh, so to clear all doubts, we do not use the raise hand feature of Zoom on this call. Um, so please don't just speak out or make any kind of exclamations or anything while others are speaking. Um, if you want to announce yourself, wait for a, a bit of a gap in the conversation, um, thinking you know another participant is, it's a bit distracting and disruptive. Um, and once you've asked or answered a question, we ask that you give other participants a chance to ask or answer questions before you ask your next one, so everyone gets a chance to participate uh, in the meeting. And again, just to emphasize, we ask that you kindly minimize your background noise. If we do have to tell you twice, uh, that you have too much of it, then we um, do have the right to remove you from the call to uh, keep the quality again as high as possible. So how to go ahead and mute and unmute in the Zoom app on the iPhone, the mute button, and these are toggles. Uh, it is in the bottom left corner of the screen. Uh, on the iPad in the Zoom app, it is at the top center of the screen. On a Windows PC, you're gonna toggle mute with Alt-A, A is in audio. On a Mac, you'll toggle it with Command-Shift-A. And um, on the Mac and PC, you can also use the spacebar as a push to talk, meaning you hold it. So even if you're muted, you hold the spacebar. It's a temporary unmute. You speak, and then you release it, and you're back on mute. Uh, and if you are dialing in on a phone, it is a star six to mute. Um, so tonight, uh, usually before we take a moment and go around the line and everyone introduce themselves and where they're from, um, because uh, I am also handling announcements this evening and I'm not turning it over to Mr. McCulloch as we usually do um, because uh, he is uh, telling another group about iBug. We're gonna, I'm gonna go through the announcements first here and then we will go and um, introduce ourselves. So we have a website where you can get, um, so that website is at iBugToday.org. That is all spelled out, I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y.org. Uh, there you can sign up to you create a free account, which will get you on our mailing list. You can also, as I mentioned, access the podcast recordings of these calls. Um, 
you can uh, access information about our events. There's also a link links there relating to our Jumpstart mentoring program, meaning that if you are new to uh, using an iDevice and with VoiceOver and you'd like to get some help in getting started, you can uh, fill out a mentee application to be matched with a qualified mentor who can help walk you through some of the fundamentals. And if you'd like to be a mentor, if you feel that you could uh, assist someone with these, we would also welcome you to fill out the mentor application, which is on our website. Um, on our website, um, you can also find uh, our social media channels, which I'll go through now. We have a Facebook group page that is a great place to ask questions during the week in between these calls. Uh, that is at facebook.com slash groups slash ibug today. So that's plural. So facebook.com slash groups plural um, slash ibug today. Uh, and again, I-B-U-G-T-O-D-A-Y. You can follow ibug on Twitter and on Instagram. And on both of those, it is at ibug today. Um, and uh, in terms of Twitter, our uh, Kirby Allen, our Twitter master posts all kinds of Apple news and rumors and deals and lots of good stuff there. So we encourage you to follow us on all of those channels. Um, the calls on our website, they can be searched by topic. So you can do a find on the page for something you might be looking for and you might be able to find it on our uh, prior calls. Um, and just to make abundantly clear, I, you know, I mentioned earlier, the podcast for iBug Buzz is available on your platform of choice. So it's available in different directories on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the A-Lady. Um, so, you know, you can uh, search and subscribe to iBug Buzz basically using those directories. And I think all of the popular podcasting apps use those directories. So hopefully you should be able to um, find them. So um we have a lot of free services we don't have membership dues or anything like that so um to go through some of our events that we have for the upcoming week so first i'd like to mention that we have a raffle going on for an apple watch series six and this is uh uh running until may 21st and the price of this event is i'm sorry the price of this uh, raffle entry drawing entry is uh, ten dollars for a ticket and um this is a 400 dollars value the uh series six of the apple watch and if you like six tickets that costs fifty dollars so you save ten dollars by purchasing six tickets and um we greatly appreciate your donation uh, to help support um, our uh, app demos and uh, run, running over a Zoom meeting and just um, all of our events that we're able to bring to you and our website and, and everything. So we do appreciate your donation. The Series 6 is the one that has the, the you know, blood oxygen sensor that's just new and um, has lots of um, uh, you know, next gen, if you will, the current gen features in terms of processor and such and, and watch OS 7. So um, we'll be holding that drawing on our uh, anniversary, our 10th, oh my goodness, anniversary, can you believe? Um, 10th anniversary um, iBug Apple workshop on the 22nd of May, and you do not need to be present to win. So we hope you will support us. And we are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Um, so we have in terms of our, and these are not all of our events. Um, you can, you can um, the, the purchase links are um, 
on our website um the the notes there on how to purchase that there are various options for providing payment um so these uh, in terms of next week's events these are not all of the events that are happening and we you know ask you to uh, visit our website for the full detail here um we have on thursday we have our um uh oh my goodness i apologize my phone is a little frozen oh this is this not this week um we have our vila book club which is this thursday which is april 8th lost track of my date um and it is from a uh, 6 30 to 7 30 p.m central time on the same zoom line um this month's book is called a higher call and it is by uh, adam mafkos and it's on on board db76100 and um so that is uh one that you can uh read it is 13 hours and 24 minutes and this is being um facilitated by karen so we hope you will um consider reading that and joining us on thursday and then on friday we have every friday we have ibug night at the virtual movies and we have a um a pre-social time at uh 7 30 p.m again central time prior to the movie and then we um listen to it's audio only of a uh a described movie beginning at uh eight i'm sorry oh yes yes i'm sorry yes 7 30 is the pre-movie social time and eight is the beginning of the movie and i uh, for details of the movie we would encourage you to stay on till the second half of the call when the movie for this upcoming Friday will be revealed. And then this Sunday, uh, we have, and the date on that is April um, 11th, and from uh, 4 to 6 p.m. Central Time, that is the iBug Cafe. And so this is a deep dive on, uh, generally on, a, on an app or really a group of apps. And uh, this week we are talking about Clubhouse. So it's been talked about on this call and um, it will be talked about in much greater detail on Sunday. So we hope that you will join us for that. And with those announcements, uh, we will now go ahead and uh, allow you to unmute. So um, we're gonna do introductions now. So I am Maria from Albany, New York, and I invite you to um, unmute in order to tell us your name and where you're from. Hello, Hello this is Nancy in Baytown. Okay, hi, Nancy, and I missed who that, the other person I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Nancy. This is Shelby in Baytown. Okay, hey, Shelby, and welcome, Nancy, My as well. From Albany, Georgia. Oh, welcome. Aha, uh -huh, another yes. Albany. Awesome. This is Isaac in Temple, Texas. Okay, welcome. Olivia. Oh, welcome. Okay, Olivia, and who else? Jake from Michigan. Okay, welcome, Jake. Now, Michael. Paul Montreal. Hello. Okay, it's Jerry from Vermont. Okay, welcome, Jerry. Thank Keith you. and Austin. Keith, hello. <laughs> this is Dan from California. All right, welcome, Dan. And everyone, uh, I've muted you all, so go ahead and unmute again if you'd like to introduce yourselves. Chanel in Houston. 
Hello. Brad and Dallas. All right. Welcome, Brad and Jim and PA. Okay. Jim, welcome. This is Linda Jim. Okay. Welcome, Linda. And who else? This is Jim from North Carolina. All right. Welcome, Jim. Oh, so we have two Jims. All right. Welcome. This is Sandia from California. Sandia and who else? Kathy. 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 Okay. I don't want to be the one who ran over Sandia. It's okay. It's all right. I think she'll forgive you. It's <laughs> Judy else. in Connecticut. Okay, welcome. Hello. All right, would anyone else like to Three from Virginia. Jody from New Hampshire. All right, welcome to both of you. Shri and Mel. This is Joe from Norman. Welcome. Texas. Oh, and a little one as well. Welcome to you both. Very cute. <laughs> all right, anyone else? Freddie from Galveston County. All right, welcome. All right, anyone else like to say hello? Elisa and Porter, the welcome. Facebook queen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right, welcome. All right, anyone else? Not sure if you heard me. It's Jody from New Hampshire. Oh, okay, Jody, welcome. All right. Thank you. Very good. And anyone else? All right. Very good. Well, do we have any first time callers this evening? All right. Very good. Well, welcome back then, everyone. So with that, glad to have all of you back on with us. So with that, who would like to start us off with our first question of the evening? Or our first comment? This is Nancy. Okay, go ahead, Nancy. <clears throat> okay, I have a picture <clears throat> that someone sent me. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm trying to do the two-finger double tap so that I can put a label on it before I move it to the camera, camera roll. Ooh, I can't say that. Um, <laughs> and it's not bringing up the edit box. Do you have to be in the camera roll? So do I have to move the picture and then label it? I thought I could label it from where it is because then I then I have the description that the person sent so I could put that in. So so where is it now? I'm sorry, it's in messages. Aha, uh -huh. okay. Got it. All right, who would like to take that question? It's Shelby in Baytown. All right, go ahead, Shelby. So um, first of all, you need to save the image on your, um, from your messages, tap the image and then, you know, kind of explore until you find save image. I think you go more options and then save image. And then it'll go to your camera, camera roll. Okay, it's so I do need to, I do need to move it before I Alisa? label it. This is oh, Shree. Okay. All right, Shree, I think I heard you first. Go ahead. Oh, so sorry. Basically, after you move the picture over to your camera roll, to do what you need to do is do a two finger double tap and hold until you hear a label element. That'll give you the option to edit the picture. Um, if you flick right, it'll say clear text, um, but you can dictate or type the name. That you want to give it for the picture and then flick right till you hear save double tap then it'll save the label on the picture thank you 
All right, very good. Good luck with that then. Um, who would like to then ask our next question? Alisa. Okay, go ahead, Alisa. So in Facebook, have y'all see where it says create photo, create photo post? All right, one sec. Alisa, feel free to come back in. I just unmuted, I mean, muted to minimize the background noise. Feel free to unmute. There you are. Okay. Yes. Create. You were saying create photo post. Okay. So this is Alisa. So yeah, I don't know if you all noticed that Facebook has had like updates where it says home and it says create photo post in your newsfeed. Have you all seen that or maybe it's just me? I'm not sure. All right. Who would like to take that question? Does anyone have experience with this Facebook create photo post? All right. Well, then Elisa, it sounds like maybe you have to explore a little bit and let us know <laughs> what that does. Um, I, I can tell you, I have not played with it either. So if you want to play with it and let us know, that would be fun. All right. With this that, is Keith. Okay, go ahead, Keith. I'm sorry, I had to stay on mute a minute ago. I was going to comment on the uh, photos. Oh, go ahead. If, okay. If you uh, save the photo over two photos, you can activate that photo and click up on it and it will say show details. And if you double tap on show details, you can swipe right and it will actually have a field for to add a caption. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, it's an alternative to labeling. Yes, and I'm not sure uh, that, you know, that the two finger tap and hold is meant to label buttons and I'm not so sure how that will show up on the, the photo itself but if you go in and do that uh show details and add a caption that will definitely add a caption and attach it to the photo all right very good all right thank you for that so Nancy you have a couple of alternatives there and it sounds like the caption is a little little more static with the photo so that might be a better bet all right very good uh, any other comments on that or the Facebook question before we? All right, very good. Then who would like to ask our next question? Jody. Okay. Um, I did hear someone else speak before you. I just didn't. I missed who that was. Jody. Jody. Okay. Go ahead, Jody. Yes. Um, I was actually on the other call that uh, Sandria was on. And she mentioned an app where you can um, do indoor navigation and put down breadcrumbs and then follow back your breadcrumbs. And I'm wondering what that app is. All right. This is so Yes, go ahead. Okay, so it's called Clue, C-L-E-W, spelled incorrectly. And that okay. was from our February iBug Cafe. So February 14th, actually. And there you could see our demo of that okay cool it's c-l-e-w yes okay thank you 
Thank you. That was a great presentation, by the way. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, Jody. Have fun playing with the app. <laughs> All right, Dee. I heard you next. Okay. Can somebody tell me when you're in Amazon and you accidentally put something in your shopping cart, mm -hmm. how to get it out of there? Oh. All right. I know if I pay for it, it'd come out, Dodie. but I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. All right. Uh, Dodie, I believe, had you? Yes, go ahead. Yes. If you go to your shopping cart and uh, you go to the item, uh, if, if you're doing it on your phone, swipe right. It will describe the item. It will give you the price and everything like that. Swipe right again, and it will say delete item, and you can delete it or swipe right again, and it will say save the item. And, and uh, you can save it for future reference. Oh, thank you. And sure. that's with voiceover on? Yes. Okay. So I tap on the cart, right? Yes. I just go to the cart, go to the cart and swipe right. Well, you go to the cart and then you go to the item in your cart, which you can do by swiping or you just move your finger around until you find the item in your cart. And then once uh -huh. you find the item, swipe right. And it will describe the item, tell you the number, you know, swipe again, it will tell you how many items there are. Swipe right again, it will give you the price. Swipe right again, and then it will say delete item. Okay, thanks a lot. Sure. Uh, this is Jerry from Vermont. Okay, I go ahead, Jerry. To, yep. I wanted to comment on that, uh, that, that, that this last question. Sure. Uh, remember, remember, if you get stuck with anything on Amazon, you can easily call the Amazon accessibility line and they will help you complete your shopping, take things in, put things out of the cart, whatever, you know, uh, people that have called them say, can't say enough good about their accessibility, uh, their customer service uh, accessibility. So I just thought I would, I would pass that along, uh, you know, and I, 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 Jody, I guess was your name. That's, that's great advice, but, and, you know, I, I haven't yet tried to do that on the phone yet, but also uh, if you have one of these uh, Amazon devices that's hooked to your phone, um, you, you can use that as well to, uh, to, uh, to shop on, on Amazon. So just thought I'd pass that along. All right. Thank you for that, Jerry. This and is yeah. D. All right. Go ahead, D. Yeah, I was just going to say, I have used the Amazon help, and they are very, very helpful. But I kind of didn't want to call them up and say, yeah, can you just take this out of my cart if I can find a way to do it myself? Sure. And it sounds so. like, yeah, and it sounds like uh, it sounds like it's pretty easy to do. Sounds like Dodie's done it before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay, thank you. All right, awesome. Good luck with that. All right, very good. Who'd like to ask? the next question or make it Shelby in Baytown okay go ahead Shelby yeah so um I've heard rumors how many of you guys I know we're going to talk about this on Sunday how many of you guys heard the latest rumor about the monetization of Clubhouse and if you go into certain rooms or even any type of rooms are you going to be required to a basically pay to enter or you know pay if you want to like 
even if you want to make, let's say I'm hosting a room in Clubhouse, do I have to make people pay to, you know, to join my room? Mm-hmm. Or oh. do you have the Clubhouse account, essentially? Uh, 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 okay. this... Oh, well, this... I'm sorry. <laughs> Please identify yourself. This is Isaac. Okay, go ahead, Isaac. Okay. So, so, so what that is, essentially essentially when 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 they're talking about monetize they're talking about um like uh like with uh with uh with uh in clubhouse they put the uh creator the the creator first and so when they're talking about monetize is is there's some rooms that you know that will that will that will put on things where they some creators like to like like to get paid for what they do and so and so and so that's probably what you're what you're probably speaking of when it comes to monetization is that it is 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 that if you were like a, like an organization, you know, putting on something, or if or or, or, or if you were if you were like a, um, if you were putting on, I guess I don't know, um, I, I just just if it, if you're a creator, like if you, if if you're a creator, basic basically you can monetize what you 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 that's that's basically what monetization is, but but as far as you having to pay to to as far as you having to ha- having to pay to pay having to pay, um, I don't think you have to pay them, but 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 it, I. I they they talk about this in the in the in the um in 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 the uh, town hall so so, I mean, so so that's 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 the best way i can explain it but 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 if anyone else wants to follow up on this you know please do this is Elisa. all right uh let's see i think i heard elisa i think i heard you first so Isaac, so say if it's my room, I can monetize my room only. Hmm. Okay. So say if it's say if it's my room, I can mm-hmm. monetize that room for certain people to only come in. Well, again, I only know what I never heard of this before, so I'm kind of again, again, again. Like I said, I only know a little bit about this, you know, from, 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 from what I from, from. I only know about this from, from the town hall discussions. So, so I, I I can't, I, I can't, I, I, I can't provide any personal experience with this. So, so. I don't know what to tell you. This is regarding key. that, you know, personal. I can't, I can't provide personal experience with this. Okay. Um. Let's see. Uh, Shelby, I heard you first, and then Keith, we can come to you. No, I was just thanking that person for the advice, and that ah. makes a lot of sense. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. All right. Um, Keith, let's go to you. I was just going to say this is just remember all that this is rumor, so we really don't know and. 
I mean, it really is kind of stretching it from iOS uh, the call. Yeah, it's Toby, because they said they wanted to do the same thing with Facebook. They were going to charge you to use Facebook. They were going to charge you to do this yeah. and that and the other on, on, on social media. So that, that's yeah. why I was just like, something doesn't smell right here. So that's why I was double checking to see if anyone else has seen that floating around the app. Mm -hmm. <laughs> on the app. Mm -hmm. Okay. Michael. Yeah. Oh, right. uh, oh, Michael, my. go ahead. Hey, this is Sean. Is oh, hang on. Uh, hang on. We're going to go. To, okay. We're going to just go to uh, Michael first. Michael, go ahead, Mr. McCulloch. You can unmute yourself. Mr. McCulloch, were you able to? Okay. All right. What Michael is might be saying the same thing as me. Right now, it is still very in early stages. He and I, we were in the same room in the clubhouse, and um, it's kind of stretchy right now. But from what we know is that the creator of the room, let's say Sana and Michael, who owns iBack, the creator of the room, that if you want, you can donate to the creator. You don't have to, it's not an obligation yet. But if you want to donate, you can. And, and it's not everybody will see it yet. It's still in early stages, so only a few people will see it. Michael, you care to correct me? Okay. Okay. All right, Shelby, just to clarify, Maria, right. just Thank to clarify, help. Shelby, is right. it required? Wait, 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 hold on, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Maria. Michael. Okay, yes, Michael, go ahead. Okay, so yeah, what Sandy said's right. It's right now. It's it's an optional way to pay, and, and it's not been rolled out to everybody. Everybody it does not have that feature available to them. Like I checked, and I don't have the feature available to me. Just they're rolling it out in waves, and to test it out. So it is an optional thing. It's almost like you know, providing a t you want to tip somebody. You're listening to some music club, or you're listening to some you know. They're doing some drama presentation or something. Eventually, there'll be a, another feature added where they'll add a uh, way to make a club, you know, set it up where you can just segment off a club or create a room that for certain people to come in and there they could say, you know, in, in order to enter that room can charge, you know, they're going to do a certain presentation a certain concert or things like that. So that's just, right now it's just a system of payment system set up and it's totally optional. People were just playing around, you know, trying to see if they could make payments to each other and very much like a Venmo kind of system internally within the Clubhouse app itself. That's it, right. Michael's done speaking. All right, very good. Thank you, Michael. So it sounds like, to just bring this one to a close, it sounds like uh, you know more to come on this as it as it rolls out to more and more people. So, um, so it's not required. It shall be. It's not, it's going not to be required. required. Correct. It's okay, not that's required. That's all I need to think. Yep. All right. Very good. Okay. Go this ahead. is D. Okay. Go ahead, uh, D. Okay. Y'all bring up more questions in my head. 
Okay. Um, this clubhouse thing, is this still by invitation only? All right. Who would like to take that? And we're going to um, shift from clubhouse after this question because I want to invite you all to go on Sunday to hear so much more. Okay. Uh, Bra Brad, was that you? I'm sorry. I think I heard Brad. Yeah. First. Right now, the only way to get a, um, become on um, a clubhouse user is to receive an invitation from someone who is already a clubhouse user. Um, that's all I know. I don't know if that plans to change or what the deal is, but that's how it is right now. Okay. Well, this is D. I'm waiting for my invitation, people. <laughs> uh, Elisa, oh. did you want to add something to this? I mean, seriously. <laughs> oh, no, I understand. Um, I'm begging for an invitation. Elisa, <laughs> All right, well, yeah. go ahead. I think, Elise, I think you were first. Yes. Yes, go ahead. I do agree with Brad. It's by invitation only. And I have three invites. And I haven't even invited my three invites yet myself. So. All right. Um, all right, go ahead, Shelby. You were next. Yes, this is Shelby. I'm sorry to be such a scratcher. So um, basically, you have to have that person. The uh, when it, It'll send that uh, invitation to that person's phone number. So if they have your phone number, they can send you an invitation through the, and if you have su such as, let's say, uh, Shelby Roberts, such and such friend has 35 friends on Clubhouse, you can send me an invitation. Um, but if you have, if, they, if your number pops up as an option, they can send to you via uh, iMessage only, just not for Android. This is only for iMessage. So it'll send it to your iPhone. So this is Maria. So D, the, the mortal is if you know someone, if you have their number, someone who's on Clubhouse, you can ask for an invite. The other thing that I have seen happen because Clubhouse asks for access to your contacts, and I have sometimes gotten a notification, hey, so and so from you know who's in your contacts has just joined Clubhouse. You know they've joined the the waiting list, and they'll say let them in, and then I can choose, and that doesn't use my invites. I can choose to then let them in. So um, that's, but that's, that's a waiting game. If you want to make it quicker, you know, reach out to someone who, you know, has clubhouse in your contacts and ask well, them if they would. I'm Michelle Jenkins. Um, you can. Okay, go ahead, Michelle. My, well, my name is Michelle Jenkins from Albany, Georgia, which I know me. Uh, you can be nominated by somebody when they send you the link to clubhouse. Once they send you that link and you sign up and put your own um, profile and stuff together, and everything else, mm -hmm. it will tell you to wait like a few seconds to see your stuff is approved, and then you'll get a notification saying that that person has um, nominated you or eliminate you to be on Clubhouse. That's how it works. And yes, they do have invitations. You have to. They do do like the invitations to invite mm -hmm. for people only. This you know to invite. All right. Thank you, Michelle. All right. So hopefully, D, that helps you out to know what to do. And I'm going to invite you all, if you want to talk more about Clubhouse, to join us on Sunday on the same Zoom line from 4 to 6 p.m. Central. Ma Michael, real quick for D. Okay. Oh, yes. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ms. Jenkins. Go ahead. D, D, I'll send you an invite if you'll make me dinner. <laughs> She has no You got problem. it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
right. <laughs> Who this is like... Jody. Okay, go ahead, Jody. I wondered, uh, would you like me to share the Amazon uh, accessibility helpline phone number? Oh, um, sure. Why don't you? Let's. We can put that okay. in the call. Sure. All right. It's two zero six nine two two zero eight eight zero, and they are very helpful. All right. Very good. Thanks for that. All right. Who would like to ask our next question? Alisa. Linda. Okay. All right. I'm going to go to Linda. Lisa, Linda. I'll come back to you since you've asked the question. So I'll oh, come yes. back to you. Sorry. Yep. No problem. Just to give everyone a, a chance. So uh, Linda, go ahead. Um, I somehow accidentally muted one of my text messages. Uh, how do I unmute it? All right. Who would like to answer that? I did this myself not too long ago. This is Shree. Okay, go ahead, Shree. So go basically go to your uh, iMessage, uh, go to the top of the iMessage, go ahead and double tap on the name or the phone number of the iMessage. Go ahead and flick right till you hear more info. Go ahead and double tap on more info. And then uh, what you can do is go ahead and flick right till you get to the bottom and you have an option to unmute the the iMessage group or the individual group or the individual person. This is Nancy. Okay, go ahead, Nancy. <laughs> um, isn't that where you you don't have to open the message? You just swipe up and the options are um, like more um, hide alerts, I think is the thing you're looking for. Is it that you don't that you don't that you want to hear the alert when the message comes in? This is Keith. Okay, um, just hang uh, on, I want to finish. Yep, yep. Let me <laughs> let me just ask. So, Linda, is that correct? Are you wanting to get the alerts? I believe so because I'm not getting the alerts. Okay. Yeah. So, so this is Nancy again to yep. finish my statement. Yep. yep go ahead. So, <clears throat> when you get to the hide alerts button, you double tap and it will say hide alerts or it'll show alerts. Okay. So you just great. swipe up with one finger. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay. And thank you. All right. And then Keith, go ahead. No, I'm good. I I thought Nancy was asking that question in general if it was hide alerts, but that's exactly right. It is the hide alerts show alert. All right, very good. So as you can tell, multiple ways of doing things on these iDevices for sure. So this is oh. Freddie. All right, go ahead, Freddie. I have a question about, um, I have been down, I wanted to download a movie, uh, audio described movie from a website. Okay. I wanted to know where I would go to uh, download that movie and what, what would I, what were the steps or tips that I would do to, to do this? Uh, um, I think because that is a bit of a, a gray area in terms of the, legality or lack thereof i think we are not going to continue with that thread on this call in terms of legal sources of described content you can go to places like the um, itunes store or you can download the uh, amazon app for instance and purchase things and of course you know like netflix and um, hulu to some extent and now hbo max recently and i believe uh, paramount plus and you know some of these um on on demand 
uh, locations do have described content as well. Um, but I think I, I know what you're talking about, but I think because of the gray area, <laughs> I think we're uh, unfortunately not going to proceed with uh, giving out sources <laughs> on this call. So. This is Kathy. All right, uh, Michael, um, go ahead first. Yeah, I guess an easy way to find audio description movies is uh, the uh, ACB has a, a yes. thing they have, it's called the Audio Description Project. I think it's actually acb.com slash ADP. It's acb.org. It's acb.org oh, yeah. slash ADP. Yep. Right. That's it. And that's kind of a, a good place to, you know, they keep track of all the latest audio described movies and can tell you, you know, what, what the source of those movies are. Very good. Yes. And where you can legally obtain them. Yes. It's a very yep. comprehensive list. It literally is updated like every week. It's also searchable. So if you just type in the movie you're looking for and it'll tell I mean, you. I mean, I found them. I just want to download them. I just want to download them. It's Kathy. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Kathy. So I don't think it's, um, there's nothing illegal about, about the blind mice vault, which, you know, if you, if you go there, it's a little tricky to download, but if you just follow the steps, that's not a, it's a free place where they have well, a certain yeah, selection. Right. I mean, it is a free place, but I, you know, I don't know if they're, if they are particularly authorized to just, you know, distribute these audio tracks of, of described well, films. So again, no, they've, they've been doing it for a long time too. So I, if they're, sure. if they'd be in <laughs> trouble by now, but it's only on a computer because you can't really download anything onto your phone or, or is that the part that's illegal? <laughs> no no I'm I, just... the, the, and i'm not saying this it's, it's just i would say more of a you know gray area since they're i'm you sorry know, for, for, okay that's that's okay but um yeah so freddie i guess i can say generally speaking on websites if you should be able to download a you might have to log in or create an account in some instances and once you get to the point where you can download you should have a prompt from iOS, whether you want to view or download the file. Um, and if you select the download, it downloads uh, by default to your iCloud drive. Um, and then you can you know, do whatever you need to with it. It's just in your iCloud drive. So like voice stream reader, you can add you know, from the file browser um, feature of that. Um, and, and so you know, it kind of does walk you through. I, I, hope, that <laughs> I hope that somewhat helps. <laughs> Uh, all right. Okay. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> all right. Who would like to ask our next question? Mark in Montreal. Okay. Go ahead, Mark. Um, I received a calendar. Uh, a calendar. ICloud, an okay. iCloud calendar from Sandia. Uh -huh. I think what it is is it's a summary of all the events that supposedly yes you click on it and say okay yes i want to download this or i want this on my calendar uh -huh. and i'm doing it on the phone here and even i even turned voiceover off and tried to get sandy to do it and she says the web the icloud page just opens up and there's like it just sits there like there's nothing happening so uh, i'm just wondering was it a bad link or is there something we're not doing she says it doesn't seem to work she said 
you might have to call uh, Apple Accessibility because it's just sitting there. All right. Um, and yeah. I got it from Sandy a day from or two Sandia. ago. I think she yeah. was sending it out to everybody, you know, like yeah. everybody. So we knew what events were happening when and could add it to our right. calendar, which is very cool. But am I missing a step or something? Right, right. All right. This is Sonia. Um, yes, go ahead. Sonia. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think, I mean, we're just, uh, it's just a, you know, like a practice calendar. Oh, okay. So, okay. so it's, it's nothing is there yet. It's just, oh, a, okay. we're going to keep you, keep the facilitator surprised. So that's what that is. And then eventually we will be, we are in the process of creating an iBug calendar that will be able people, everybody can subscribe to. And so, you know, like everything else, we try to test it out, work out yeah. the bugs. Yeah. And so that's it didn't even gonna... come up at all when we, when we clicked right. on it, it just opened up the page and it was like, right. okay. Yeah, this that's is not where working. It's, it's it'll it'll be we're we're still testing everything oh, out. Okay. But thank no you problem. so much. Okay. All great. right. Thank All you. Right. Appreciate All right. it. I thought Thanks. it was me. Okay. No, it's not you. I'm okay. sorry about no. being late, but I got the jab today, so I just it's, got home. It's okay. No, no right. problem. It's important. All right. Who would like to ask our next question? This is Dan. All right, go ahead, Dan. Uh, I have a question about Uber for iOS. I don't know. Is that appropriate okay. for this? Uh, sure. For this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the use of the app. Sure. Okay. I uh, uh, previously I uh, requested a uh, a driver from a shopping center, and uh, the driver sent me a, a text message, which appeared in the app saying, uh, "I can't find you," and I couldn't figure out how to how to i mean i wanted to respond to it but i couldn't figure out how to do that in the app you have to do it in the app it doesn't doesn't come yeah. out in, in messages so can anyone tell me how to respond to a text message in uber all right good question who would like to take that one folks yeah i know it's covid using it less <laughs> but has anyone used it fairly recently this is Kathy. Okay, go ahead, Kathy. Um, this is probably a good answer, but I, I do use it all the time. And it does seem like lately it's hard to find some of the prompts that you want. Somewhere there used to be when it lists the driver, it'll list an option to contact driver, and then it'll say either text or call. And you can actually phone him so you can talk to him in person. Um, sometimes... Sometimes I'll say in the message when I'm when I'm asking for them, I might say something ahead of time, like, um, you know, I'm blind, so let me know when you're here or beat your horn when you get into the parking lot or something like that. Or look for me. I'm in a pink coat, you know, something to let them know that they got to find me. Um, I just can't tell you where exactly that prompt is because. um you know, you have to get into it and it has been awkward lately. I'm almost thinking maybe I couldn't find it last time I tried, but um, it, there is a prompt somewhere it's, unless somebody here can say for sure that it, they took it away, but it usually says contact driver. All right. Does anyone else have any inputs on this one? All right. Yeah, I, it's been a little a few weeks. 
so there might have been an update i know yeah for me so like i click on i believe i click on the driver's name and it opens up like the profile card or whatever it's called and then once that's opened i believe i see the the call and message uh options that kathy was talking about but again it's been a couple of i, I will find out this upcoming week but for now it's been a few weeks since i've done it myself so uh i unfortunately can't give an exact answer either um it's kathy again all right go ahead kathy what makes me think of a question that i've had one time i swear i did this and it worked i i had a message and like instead of going back into your messages and trying to find it i just said to siri respond to message and she did but now anytime i do that they'll say well who who are you messaging and this comes up i was thinking like if you could say that to to her if she could if you could have just responded to the driver's message mm -hmm. um or sometimes it in um using shipped or uh, one of those food delivery services they text you all the time and it's really hard and annoying to go through their long phone number you know it says mm -hmm. you know five two nine eight six seven three four five calling you and um if you could just respond to last message is there is there a word way to word that to siri could she do that just oh. respond okay does anyone know the answer to that i haven't used siri so much for messages personally so does anyone know is there like a respond to last message command sounds like maybe a possibility for a shortcut Although I'm just thinking this out loud. This is Keith. Yeah, go ahead, Keith. Um, it's been a while for me, but I'm thinking you could have her uh, just tell Siri to read my last text, and then you would have the uh, the option to respond to that text after that. Okay, that's good to know. Okay. But I guess the question in terms of Uber, because it sounds like that's internally within the app. Are we still so talking about would... Uber? Yeah. But, but, and that message might actually come up in your messages too. Some of mine key. have, because I've gotten to an argument with a driver once and I had all his texts in my messages. But uh -huh. like I said, things change every uh -huh. two months. It's like a totally different story. Yeah, yeah. I know Lyft does that with it in the messages. Um, yeah, whereas I'm not sure about, I feel like Uber didn't, but again, things change. Okay, go ahead, Keith. I was just going to say, I... I use Instacart and it's the same way. It, it actually, I can uh, respond to a, a text in or a chat with the driver in the app itself and it shows up in my messages. So, oh, you know, okay. I know it, it does happen. So, okay, perfect. Well, there you go, Dan. Maybe you can find your Uber uh, conversation in your messages app then also now. Interesting. All right, so good luck with that. I understand when you're trying to do it and you have to kind of figure it out on the spot, it can be a little tricky. So. All right, who would like to ask our next question? All right, I will ask if there's no one else uh, because it's something I will be doing, but not yet. I don't know if anyone else is States have these. I'm wondering how they work. Um, the the apps in terms of these vaccination apps, like in uh, to show that you're vaccinated, like the um, in Albany we have one. In, in New York, I mean, we have one in New York State called Excelsior Wallet, 
And again, I haven't explored this yet because I will be getting my second dose on Wednesday and I figured I'll just wait until I get it and can, you know, however I'm supposed to show this. So does anyone have any experience with any of these apps? Is it accessible? Like, do you scan your vaccination card? You know, how do you show this? And then, um, you know, I, I know on the other end, there's a QR code scanning um, app. So I assume you as the end user pull up a QR code on your screen and then they, you know, scan it. So you don't have to worry about scanning it or is it, is it the other way around? This is Jim. All right, go ahead, Jim. Uh, yes, uh, I had those shots, and all they told me to do was take a picture of the car and have it uh -huh. on my phone. Okay. okay. Just to make sure you, I, 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 I would think it'd be a wise thing to keep the little card in your. Oh yes, I have a. I'm going to laminate the little card. <laughs> yes, yes, but but to take a picture of it and have it in your uh, snapshots. In my phone. Okay. All yes. Right, very good. Well, that's simple. That's what right. they told me. At, that's this what they told Herbie. me at Duke Hospital. Okay. Got Thanks. it. Oh, all right. Um, let's see. Herbie, you are first. Well, yeah. So your question actually reminded me of something that really, you know, does was annoying to me the other day. So, like, you know, I got my first vaccine at um, CVS, which is fine, but and they want you to click a link before when you check in. And oh, you know, yes. Unfortunately, it's in a no text message and. There was no easy way to get that link to work. I was, you know, it was giving me, did, did you even get voiceover to find the link to click on? Has anybody had any experiences clicking on links and messages recently? I mean, because I can think of a long and complicated way to work around it. But... She's Brad. Okay, um, hang, let's go back to Jody first, and then we'll come back to... Well, I just I just heard some advice on the radio this morning. They said that if you have your card not to laminate it with uh, the laminating plastic that you can get for home use because the ink smears. They suggested oh. that if you're going to have it laminated that you take it to a professional laminating place like Staples or something or get a little sleeve to put it in because I've heard that the ink will smear oh. if you do it yourself. God, okay, thank you. That is good to know. I'm sure. definitely was not planning on doing it myself. So that just adds this to is, that. Awesome. This okay. is Donna with a quick follow-up on that. Yes, go ahead, Donna. I've also been told that not to laminate it at all because they're not sure yet if you'll need further boosters. Oh, okay. So take a sleeve and take right. a picture with your phone because that's not right. static. Okay. Right. But, hey, this is Nancy. Okay. Hang on, hang on, folks. Um, Nancy, go ahead. You were first. Okay, Nancy. I was just gonna. Uh, no, she said Nancy. Nancy. Um. Yep. um <clears throat> Herbie, for getting the link to work, have you done the thing where you, where you swipe to the left to find or use your rotor? and find links i then... did try that yep okay all right and but i just i'll just say for anybody else if you try that and you find links as an option then you swipe down to the link that's that's in your message and you double tap on it and it should open it you can do that in notes in your calendar too right very good thank you for that all right any other thoughts then on uh, I think Brad had something to say before uh, Nancy. Yes. Did. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, you're. Uh, yeah, I know. We, we somehow had two questions running in parallel. I apologize. Okay, go That's ahead. It was a couple of things. First of all, I, was, I, mean, I know Herbie knows about the rotor and links. Um, I had also heard not to laminate the card for oh. various reasons. And back to the QR thing. Yes. When you got your shot, they gave you uh, some kind of a form that had a QR code on it that you use. And that got you registered with the CDC who then would send you a, um, you know, um, what do they call it? A, a text message every day that had a link in it. They wanted you to do a health check-in oh, and it was for a week after your first shot. And then when you get your second one, they do it again for a week. Huh. They did not do that here. Interesting. So how did you, in terms of the code, did you just hold your, the, the camera, you know, uh, you started from the paper and you just moved it up until you found it or did I they cheated. help you out? My wife did it, uh -huh. <laughs> but she okay. had the paperwork in her purse and she told me they had this thing and uh -huh. uh, I'm, I have some site, so I could have figured, put it under a CCTV and okay. figured out where it was and tried it, but I just. Oh, oh it was, it was it. when you got home. It wasn't right. They gave the us, site. no, they gave, yes, they gave us the okay. paperwork. I got my shot at oh. Baylor hospital mm -hmm. here in Dallas, uh, actually in Frisco, but they gave us oh. paperwork. And when we got home, actually, my wife did it while we were sitting there in the area for her. And then okay. when we got home, I, she, I said, yeah, just do mine for me. But Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't like contingent well, on you scanning this code before they gave you. No, no, no. Life. I already got the shot and you didn't even have to do this. This was voluntary to do that, yeah. do the check in with the CDC or whatever. So, but sure. I did it. Okay. okay. All right. This is. All right. Yeah. So yeah. with that, yes, before Hi. we. Hi, Sasha here. Sorry. Um, oh, go ahead. Okay. Um, also, another reason to not to get eliminated. Um, uh, uh, Sasha, help me out. I can't uh, classify. There we go. Another reason not to get it classified is because depending on the vaccine you are getting, you're going to be getting a second shot either mm -hmm. a few weeks to a few months later for the second shot. So it's quite nice to get it classified if you're gonna get another shot later on, depending on the vaccine you're getting. Right, okay. okay. Thank you, very Sandy, good. and thank you, Maria and Brad. All right, very good, very busy, okay. <laughs> um, okay, so just real quick, anybody new that didn't get to say hello, that wants to say hello, who you are, where you're from? This is your chance. Dana from Cincinnati. Hey, Dana, welcome. Anybody else, didn't get to say hi the first time. Kelsey's here. Hey, Kelsey, welcome to you. Michael and Houston. Oh boy, it's gonna be one of those. All right, anybody else? Anybody else wanna say hi? Okay, very good. So real quick recap. Um, so this week, Thursday is our Vila Book Club. Vila Book Club, we're reading that book. Start reading now, it's 13 hours and 24 minutes. A higher call. Friday's our movie night, and then Sunday is our iBug Cafe, and then there's lots of interest in Clubhouse, and you will have all your questions answered there, how to host, how to, you know, participate, and so forth, so that is where we want to talk about all our various upcoming, all the Clubhouse issues, iBug has a Clubhouse, and so called iBug Today Incorporated, so you can check us out. 
Um, and then tomorrow, uh, we have a mini buzz on Clubhouse as well. And that's at five o'clock central time hosted by Kenny and Herbie. And so check that out. It's an hour long session and sort of the same format, hence the name mini buzz. All right. Okay. So come for that, please. We'd love to have you there. And um, that's tomorrow, five o'clock central. Uh, let's see. And I think the, I forgot to tell you, the Abba Cafe is this Sunday from four to six central time. Okay. Those are the announcements. And now, now we will do our big movie reveal. Movie reveal. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Forgot about the Apple Watch drawing, $10 donation. And uh, we appreciate all those who have already contributed. And if you want to get another one or buy one for a friend, uh, $10 will get you a shot of winning the Apple uh, Watch Series 6. Uh, get that shot, ha. Huh? And, and then you can either, you can get six tickets for $50. So we appreciate all your support. And, you know, be looking out for announcements coming up about our uh, anniversary celebration on May 22nd. Plans are underway. And we hope that each and every one of you will be there to celebrate with us. We're really excited about this. Okay, now, 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 now. I've been out at the virtual movies on Friday night, which is meant for blind and visually impaired audiences. We will now reveal, I think the iBug guy might have some clues about what that movie is. Mr. iBug guy? Oh, when is that movie? Thank you. Oh, great one. Oh, boy. Yes, we have a fabulous movie this week, Friday night. Wait, wait, wait. What is this segment called? I haven't got there yet. Oh. <laughs> okay. This Friday night, 7.30 p.m. for the pre-movie social. Come in and have some fun with your fellow newbie, new, meet new people or hang out with some old people. Old people? Who are you calling old people? Okay, old friends, former friends. And have a good time before we uh, start the movie at 8 o'clock and then stick around afterwards for a lively discussion of the movie so what is our movie everyone is asking now it's time for michael's mysterious musings all right all right Clue number one, and we do this just like we do our regular part of the iBug Buzz. Don't shout out any answers. Say your name. Wait till I'll recognize you. Then you can guess your title of the movie. This one is going to be interesting because I think unless you've really heard about it or seen it, you may not get these clues. They're good clues, though. Uh, Says who? All right. Clue number one. Our film this week takes place in the same country as a previous movie that featured a singing family. (laughs) Okay. No takers. No takers. Shelby. Shelby. Germany, the country of Germany. Okay, we're looking for the movie, the title of the movie. Okay. Oh, never mind. That's okay. Good, good guess. All right. Good guess on the country, though. It's close by. 
Any other guesses for the movie? No. Well, the country is Austria, obviously. Okay, next clue. I uh, can't hear this. Hold on. Oh, okay. So, so it's in a post-war city that has been divided into four zones. The French zone, the American zone, the British zone, and the Russian zone. The post-war city that has been divided into four zones. French, American, British, and Russian. That's Brad. Brad. That's Berlin, but that's not in Austria. That's not the right city, but yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay, go on. Okay. The city is Vienna. Why are you uh, telling them the answers? Well, those are just the answer to the not the answer to the movie. Okay, third on, clue. This Nancy. Nancy. Is it Amadeus? Amadeus, that's a great guess, but that was a little bit before the post World War II era. All right, moving on. The musical score for the movie was performed on a zither. A zither? Zither. This is Jerry from Vermont. Jerry from Vermont. Is it the third man? Oh, my goodness. Tell us what a zither is first. (laughs) A zither? A zither is a musical. It's a musical instrument. Hold on, Jerry. We can't hear you very well. Can you get closer uh, or something? It's a, it's a musical instrument. Um, and I just remember the theme song. And it's like a guitar. So it goes down, like that. Very good. And the third man was correct. That is amazing. I didn't expect anybody to get this one. All right. Um, and the, th- the other clues were it's the ma- one of the main characters is a Pulp Fiction novelist that travels to visit an old friend. And the final clue is when he gets to Vienna, he finds his friend being buried and ends up investigating the mysterious death. All right. So The Third Man is our movie this week came out in 1949 stars Orson Welles Joseph Cotton and some lady that I can't remember (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't too memorable Michael (laughs) but the movie is one of those classics film noir as if anybody knows what that means okay next all right, Johnny, what do we have for our winner this week? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> we, have, we, we, we have a zither in the iPhone colors, whatever it is. <laughs> Your very own red, white, and black zither, okay, Jerry? And, and we hope you like sausage because in honor of Vienna, rather than sending you to Vienna, we are going to send you a year's supply of Vienna sausage. All right. Oh, 
Those are the ones in the can, aren't they? I have no idea. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Enjoy your Vienna sausage and your you. zither. Good job. Thank you, Mr. McCulloch, for... Michael's that? Mysterious Musings. Okay, very good. It's so high professional. Okay, all right. Thank you, Ms. McCulloch. Go back to bed. Okay, all right. Okay, now back to our program. We are back to our uh, question and answer session. We really would like people that have not had a chance to ask a question. <laughs> who, somebody new, if you've already asked a question, please hold off. We're not going to call on you right away unless there are no other questions. So please don't get okay. your feelings hurt. All right. And just let's follow our rules. Say your name, wait to be recognized. Okay, who's, anybody new has a question? Questions, please. Anybody? This is Shree. This is Alisa. Do I wait? Shree, go ahead, Shree. Hang on, Alisa. All right. Okay. So my question is um, a YouTube on the phone. And okay. my question is, uh, if you're watching something on YouTube and you finish watching and you're going down the list, let's say you're in page five of all the list of uh, uh, YouTube shows available. When I do a four-finger single tap and flick right to search, and I don't get a keyboard popping up for me to run the search to find a new genre. Only way I've been doing it is closing the app and reopening it and run the search again. Is there a way to search for a different genre without having to close the app? All right. It's a YouTube question. Anybody I have an idea of who's going to answer this question? But who would like to answer this YouTube question? Searching for a different this genre without closing it. Go ahead, Jody. So, oh, Jody, go ahead, Jody. Hang on, Jody. Go ahead, well, Jody. The, uh, well, what I do is I, I if, if you're going down the list, you can't find the search box. But what I do is I go to the top of the list. Uh, I, I go up to the time and hit tap on that. It brings you to the top of the page. If you go to the top of the page, then your search option is available at the top of the page. Uh, you know, right under your status bar. You hit search and then you can you can tap on that. Okay. It only shows up if you go to the top of the page though. All right. Hopefully go that the top helps. Of the list. Thank you, Jody. Anybody else? Anybody else wanna chime in on searching on YouTube? This is Shree. Yep, go Shree. Uh, I mean, the search box is available if I do a four-finger single tap. If I'm 10, 60 things down in the bottom, I do get the search box if I do, if I do a four-finger single tap on top of the screen. Okay. Um, but I was just trying to avoid – I'll try what you did. What you recommended is um, going to the status bar and double-tapping and bringing it back up to the top. If, if I'm hearing you, that's, if that was your recommendation. This is Keith. Yeah, I got – Okay, oh, go ahead. Keith. Sorry. I was just going to oh, say okay, you can also yeah. use the scroll bar on the side to go up to 0% and put you back to the top. That's usually what I use since I'm down on the screen anyway. Okay. Jody, did you have a final thought or were you about I'll to? Just, I don't, I'm not so sure if it's on the status bar that you go to, but I go to with a time. And if you tap, and this is true in any in any app on the phone. If you go to the time and then you double tap on the time, it brings you to the top of the page, regardless of where you are. 
whether you're yes. in an email or YouTube or whatever. That is a very powerful hit there. Thank you, Jody. Thank you for sharing that. This is Shree. Shree. That is the status bar. The clock is on the status bar. Yeah, that bar. is the status bar. Okay. And yeah, I wasn't sure if it was the whole status bar or just the time. Yeah, yeah. I actually have a shortcut where Thank I do you. a two-finger swipe right, and that takes me to the status bar. Uh, okay, that's a good clue. Good hint there. This is All Herbie. right. Yes. Um, Shree, one. So first of all, when you're doing the search thing, you're closing out the video first, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Because I just tried what you tried. You know, I close. I had a video playing. I did, closed it out, and then I did a four finger single tap, and it actually took me to a back button, not a search button. But you know, I was still able to bring up the keyboard and the search thing. So this is Shree. Um, yep. Go ahead, Shree. Yeah, it works if you're in the first few, but if you go down to like the 50th video down, then you try it, it doesn't come up. Oh, so so you're like five. So what happened? Have you tried flipping to pay, you know, back a few pages and then doing search? Um, I haven't tried that. I was just, I just figured since I got the search box and I double tap on the search right. box, I would figure the maybe, same point. Maybe, maybe somehow the scrolling covers up the search box. I've never scrolled down that far in the app so i'll have to test that out and uh you know play with that some more because i've never gone down that far but yeah so what you basically he's doing is he'll go like through five or six pages worth of videos and then try to find the search bar and then you're not getting the keyboard so interesting i'll have to play with that a little bit more all right thank you herbie all right moving on any Final thoughts on this one. We're moving on to a new question. Hope that helps, Sheree. Okay, who's next? Somebody new hasn't asked a question. This is Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Well, mine are much simpler questions all the time. That's okay. It's good. On my SE 2020, um, I asked Siri to call, like um, call Jane. And then as she does that, it will it will say call uh, phone call, and then sometimes it will then say the person's name and the telephone number just as the other person is answering. Does anybody else have that problem? All right. Anybody else want to? I mean, anybody want to answer Joe's question using Siri to call, and then it starts saying call Jane and the phone number. Alisa. Okay, go ahead, Alisa. I never experienced that problem with Siri. It calls the person and it says the name. Yeah, but I never seen the number pop up. Okay, you haven't seen it. Anybody else? All right. This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. Do you know if that particular individual has multiple numbers on their contact? Oh, good. I'm not sure at all. I think I was calling like uh, the family YMCA at the time. Also, it's that uh, it will say phone call, and then it gives a name, but there's a space in between, so it's covering up what they're answering. This is Nancy. Go ahead, Nancy. So I have had that happen, um, and I just touch with two fingers to make it shut up. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, and touch gently, because if you touch too hard, it'll be, you know, 
you know, then you don't want to double tap and then just yeah, don't double top. tap. <laughs> so just very gently, just touch with put two two, fingers. yeah, gently touch with two fingers, and that'll always silence your voiceover. Yeah. All right, that's a nice, easy answer. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And sometimes another hint is when you're on a call and you don't want. It's very distracting when you're talking, and then voiceover is like. Oh, Nancy's calling. Uh, Judy's sending a text message. And then it's like starts reading it. And then it's like so frustrating. And then you can't hear the other person talking. So another helpful hint would be to just turn off voiceover when you're on a call. Because also the other person is like, what is wrong with you? You're not really even paying attention to me. And it's like, it's hard to ignore voiceover. So that's one more hint I would recommend because that's what I do. But that means that if you get another call while you're on the phone, then you're not, it's not going to tell you who's calling. So and anyway, it might be a little rude for you to say, sorry, my other better friend is calling, so i got to go. So that probably wouldn't go over too well. Anyway, to etiquette question. This okay, go ahead, Keith. Also, remember, if you turn over, turn off voiceover, then your, your magic tap will not work. Oh, so if yeah. you just uh, do the three-finger turn-off speech, you can at least answer the phone call if you have another one coming in. Yeah, that's true too. So two fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Dirty. I usually, I usually hit the power button so that it, you know, you can still you talk on the phone with, with power button turned off uh, and that turns the screen off and everything. And then voiceover usually shuts up. So when you're on the call, you turn, you hit the power button. Yeah, in other words, I'm not I'm not turning the power off. I'm just shutting, you know, locking, You're locking the screen. The phone. Locking the phone. Yeah, so I'm okay. locking the screen. When I lock the screen, voiceover goes off, and then it shuts up. Oh, okay. This, this is Nancy. Okay, Nancy. Um, I was just going to remind people too <clears throat> that you can use the mute button up on the top left corner. You just push it down towards the back of your phone, and that will make it so that you won't get interrupted, but that's way off the topic of, of Joe's question of how to get there. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of, yeah, we kind of digressed. Okay, so let's just, okay. Somebody had a comment, Keith? This is Shree. Oh, Shree, go ahead, Shree. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I, I do like Sandia's recommendation of sometimes turning off the voiceover because what I've noticed is sometimes when I have the phone uh, next to my ear, my skin touches something, then I'll, then voiceover will read that. So if it's a really an important conversation, I just turn it off. And when I'm done, I just turn, you know, I just do a three finger double tap and turn voiceover speech back on because it can be disruptive uh, with voiceover. Just, you can just have it next to your face and it starts yapping away. So I do like your recommendation. Thank you. So just to clarify, there's three <clears throat> finger double tap will turn off your speech and the voiceover triple tap on the side button, or for those of you who have the home button, turning off voiceover is, you know, those are, those are two different things. So just be clear on those two. All right, okay, moving on. Who has the next question? Hope that helps, Joe. Try it out. Okay. This is Paul. Paul, welcome, go ahead. Hey, uh, this is Paul, I got a new, uh watch I, i've not even unboxed it i just want to i've never had one i'm seeing if anybody give me a some hints what do i need to start by charging it overnight or downloading some certain app and and anything I, um unboxing the my uh first uh, apple watch 
All right. To get started, yeah. That's great. Congratulations, Paul. Very exciting. All right. Who would like to help Paul out? Real quick, uh, getting started with your Apple Watch. Not a whole manual, just a quick getting started. Exactly. Real quick, it will, it should already have a charge, so you can just put it on your wrist and hold it down the side button, that should turn it on, then triple click the crown button, that should turn on voiceover, and you can set it up and then charge it, or if you prefer, charge it and then set it up, it does not matter either way, Um but it does, it will have some charge, just not a full charge. And when you say crown button, so that's like a button you just kind of like the old watches, but the um, yeah, so there's two yeah. buttons. There's two buttons. This is Herbie. There's two buttons on the watch there's the crown button, which is the round, um, circular button, and it rotates and it presses in. And then there's a side button, which is your power, um, button. Oh, okay, and okay. those are the only two buttons on the watch. All right. All right, thanks. No special app, so it should just work out of the box. Correct. Compared to my Correct. phone. Yeah, yes, it'll guide you okay. through the instructions, and you can. There's two ways to pair the watch: either have yeah. the phone see the watch, or type in the code that it gives you. So. And will voiceover come in, uh, like you said, triple? Um, like it'll come in, like phone. Yep. So it'll come in on the watch at first, and then once you get through the original setup process, it's going to give you a few prompts over the phone instead of the watch. Oh, but okay. yeah, voiceover will come over the watch. It's already built in. All right. Um, Thank you. Thanks, Herbie. Harvey. Thanks, Herbie. Yeah, it'll be this just fine. It's pretty cool. Okay, okay go ahead, Nancy. Um, I just wanted to remind Paul, I don't know if you heard it in, I think it was January, maybe? One of the, one of our, um, Matt, uh, one of our cafe things, uh, Apple Watch was... Um, talked about Absolutely. so i don't that was i think it was our january one i believe so i'll have to go back and i'll go to the archives yep yeah definitely really good job with that thank you nancy good reminder thank you i'll do all that. right good luck thank, Paul. You. thank cool. you okay who's next somebody new has a question i have oh. a question olivia. yes hey olivia olivia how are you okay okay mine is back to uber uh, well, I have a problem also when I call the Uber up and it tells me who the driver is going to be and then I tap to send a message and I'll identify myself. I have a white cane, I'm blind, I'm standing outside of building B, say. And it's like he never gets it. So I don't know what I'm doing that, it, that he never gets my message. So we're going round and round and finally... I'm found or they leave me and then I have to get another Uber. Okay, so it sounds like your question is how to send the message to the driver. To make sure they get it. Because I, you know, I tap like double tap, like send and nothing. Okay, any thoughts for Olivia on Uber? This is Maria. Go ahead, Maria. Um, first, just a tip that you can check that message screen, uh, similar to how you would with a regular uh, message, you know, in messages uh, uh, conversation. So if you flipped left after you double tap on send, you can see if it is, you know, out of the edit field and if it's an actual sent message. And then the other bit is 
I've had drivers claim, claim being the keyword, sometimes <laughs> that they, you know, they didn't have good service on their phone. And that's how they didn't get my message. And why? I mean, and it's like, if you didn't have such a great service, how did you, you know, get here without an issue? And were you communicating, you know, with the Uber app? But I, I have a feeling sometimes that they don't look at the messages, unfortunately. Um, so there's, you know, on the one side, there's not much you can do, but I would just say check that message screen and see if it does show as a you know sent message in the conversation and then there's kind of if, if you if you're not sure then you know call them and that sort of forces them to talk to you um i've had mostly good luck but yeah sometimes i've had these drivers claim they they didn't get my message out. and i know it's been sent you know it's in that in that uh well, conversation for the screen. information because I, I didn't know about the flip left i just you know was assuming that the message went through <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, if you flick left, like if it's out of the edit, you know, your edit field should be blank. And then flicking to the left, yeah, you should see a sent message. And, and then at least, you know, you did what, you know, what you could in terms of that. So. Thank you, Maria. Sure. Uh, this, is, this is Dan. Michael. Okay, Dan and then Michael. Okay, I, I need, like to get some clarification from the lady that previously was, because this, this is something that I was dealing with. You're talking about doing it uh, during the ordering process to when you, in other words when you're placing your order uh you're doing doing it in the in the ordering process to to get all the driver is that correct yes the, uh, this is maria yes that's right um so yes and th so that's what i was doing like i discussed before i'm pretty sure like i said it's been a few weeks so something could have changed in the app but i'm pretty sure i click on their name which opens up uh, a driver screen with more info and then in there is a call and a message screen and I believe that's what I have done um I definitely because I have a guide dog so I like to give them a heads up so if they you know cancel on account of that it's all documented and I can you know report them uh, for the few times it's happened but yeah so I I've definitely even before they come I send them that the, the message similar to what Olivia was saying she sent you okay this is Dan yeah thank you that might be a good workaround for me yeah uh, so thank you. I'll, I'll do that. All right, Mr. McCulloch, go ahead. Yeah, it's Michael. So, I'll, you know, Olivia, I was wondering why I was getting all these strange messages from you. That's where they're going. <laughs> you know, <laughs> not not really. But now, I, I rarely use the feature to send it when I'm ordering. I use it, you know, once I see they're on their way. And then a lot of times I'll get a, a message, you know, I'll, I'll create the message and send it. And then the app will tell me, well, the driver may not see this. They may be driving, blah, blah, blah. And usually, you know, nine times out of 10, they say they didn't see the message like Maria was saying. But anyway, so it's kind of hit and miss. Yeah. With it. Thank you. Hey, thank you. Okay, Olivia, Kathy, go ahead. I'm not sure if this is true, but I just wanted to throw it out to look for it. Sometimes when you have to do these messages and they're in an app, there's a save button. And I'm not sure if it's in the Uber app when you're sending a text message, but because I know it comes up when you're doing the food stuff, but I think there might be a save that you if you don't save your message and then send it I could be wrong though the other thing is I I like to wait to call them till they're just like in the parking lot like when they say your driver's one minute away 
then if you call them and you say, you know, I'm standing in front of building B, by then they're not going to dump you because they, it's too late. <laughs> they've already, you know, they've already driven most of the way. This is Herbie. Tricky, tricky. Go ahead, Herbie. One of the features I want to remind you all about in the Uber app is there is a feature called Share Live Location. And that Mm. should point them to exactly where you are at. I don't know how accurate it is because I did find out the hard way that if you don't have the right address, they still may not know where you're at. But uh, that's another story in in itself. Um, But... Um, I always have that on, you know, just, you know, as a precautionary thing, because I figure maybe it does, you know, work. So that's something you can make sure you have enabled, you know, it'll ask you once you book the trip, um, you know, it'll, you'll see a button on that main screen that says share live location. And if it's not off, then as if it's not on, then you can turn it on and the phone will ask, are you sure you want to allow Uber to access blah, blah, blah. And you tell it yes. And then the driver should see your exact location. Oh, well, thank right. you, you know that this is Olivia. Go and, ahead. And I did um, find it one day accidentally, and I never could find it again because the driver showed up. He says, "Oh, I'm so glad you had your location on." And I thought, if I only knew how to do it again. Well, now you know where it's at. It's on the main screen. After you, you'll see it after you book the trip, and then once you turn it on, it will remain on by default, so you won't have to fuss with it again unless you update your phone or reinstall the app or anything. Terrific. Thank you. This, this is Dan. Dan, go ahead. Uh, question to Herbie. Uh, that share location, is that in settings or is that uh, on the just the main? No, that is on the main screen after you've booked your trip. After, it's after you hit the confirm ride and you tell it you're wearing a mask, you, you can check the box. It's on that screen there. You'll, you just keep swiping right and you're going to see two sharing options. The first one is share live location. And then the second one is share with, and that one you do have to kind of, I think you have to set up in settings, but you can choose to share your trip with a friend, you know, for security purposes. So, but the first one is share live location and that you should see on the main screen right there after you have booked your trip. All right. So this is Dan. Yeah. So, so you, you just, uh, you just double tap on that share location that that'll do it. Yes. If it's, if it says off, you double tap and it may ask you, you know, the iPhone typical sharing location questions and you just tell it, okay. And then, yeah, it'll do it. And it'll remember that setting for future trips. Okay, very good. Good, good discussion. People are getting out and about. Very good. All right, new question. Somebody new hasn't had a turn. Somebody old who wants a second turn. Actually, this is Herbie with a, a comment regarding an earlier question. Okay, go ahead. So Kathy had asked, you know, in general, can you download stuff to your phone? And I just wanted to clarify that as a general rule, you actually can iPhone. It used to not be this way, but a couple years ago, Safari on the phone has introduced a download manager that will, in on most websites, let you download stuff to your phone. It will appear in your downloads folder in the files app. And... Um, but yeah, you can actually download content from a website to your phone. In some cases, you have to double tap and hold on the file to bring up the download option. Um, so I just thought I'd clarify that. Okay, appreciate Kathy. that. Kathy? All right, go ahead, Kathy. I, um, I knew about files, but I was thinking you couldn't download a movie like a what would that be like an audio file only? It, yeah, most sites you can. I can't 
it's been a while since I've done Blind Mice Movie Vault on the phone, but you can download. It takes a while, depending on the size of the file. But yeah, you can. And then a lot oh. of apps like Netflix will, and you know, they also have a download option too within the movie. Like if you're wanting the movie for offline playback, so. Um, All know, right, I didn't think of that. So that's okay. that's another option too. Um, if you're Very talking thanks. about an app with like you know. Good. Thank you, guys. All right. New questions. Somebody new? What's a comment? Question? Jody? Go ahead. Uh, in previous versions of iOS, when I was in Safari, one of the options in Share was to add the, an icon for that page on the home screen. And I found that really handy and, and as a quick reference if I wanted to go back to a website really quickly. And that option is not available now in the newer versions of iOS. Is there another way to do that? All right. Anybody have any thoughts about that? Adding an item to your home screen. Any thoughts? No. Okay. This is, I thought that it this still Kathy was again. there. Yeah, go ahead, Kathy. Yeah. I I was <clears throat> I was there today looking. I couldn't find notes, which I was trying to put a recipe in notes. I couldn't find notes, but I thought I saw um, home. Maybe it just calls it something different. I thought it was just called home screen or something. Yeah, but that's what I, I couldn't find remember. notes. So if anybody knows why notes wasn't there, maybe it's <laughs> with the home same screen. question. It could be with home screen. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, good uh, question. This yes. is Dan. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, I don't have the latest version of iOS 14, but I understand that, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a la there's an app library. And so if you scroll to the app library, that'll list all the apps that are on your phone and that should, notes should be in there. All right. I think what well, you were looking for notes in your share sheet. Kathy or Maria, you had a comment? This is for sure. Yeah, I would say to check because I do see it. I'm running the latest version um, now, the what is it, 14.4.2 uh, or something like that. Um, and I do see both the notes and the add to home screen option. So there are two. Um, what I wonder if you're accidentally not going far enough. So there's a bunch of activities and then there's a more button, but then below that more button, there are more of these items. So like, in, ah, thank you. Yeah. So for me, like notes was in that first list where I had different apps, mail and messages and um, airdrop and, you know, other apps. And then I had notes in there. So for the person looking for notes, if you click on more, you might see all of um you'll see like a list of things that you can um, that you can add. Uh, there's an edit button and then you can choose the apps that you want in there. So perhaps notes somehow didn't get in there. And so you might be able to, you know, add it. Um, if you click edit in the screen in the, from, from the more um, item. And then, like I said, just going below that, you'll see like copy. Um, let's see, these, the, these are these actions, copy, markup, print and below i mean there's add to um add bookmark add to reading list add to favorites and then i have find on page and then add to home screen and below that oh, there's markup you. and print yep and again below that there's something that says edit actions so perhaps it somehow got disabled in your actions so if you go to edit actions 
then you might be able to, you know, see it there as an item to, um, to insert as well. So hope that helps. Great. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. All right. Go ahead. Uh, what does markup mean? All right. Anybody want to explain what markup means? I don't know, Linda. It's Sorry, this is this is Maria. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I think it, I think it actually might be some sort of if you visually want to make some sort of an annotation um, on the page. I, I don't believe it's accessible to voiceover. I've never actually played with it, but okay. I believe that's because marking up to me means like annotating, writing right. something, you know, Cro crossing it out. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, this is Keith. Go ahead, Keith. Sorry, I was just going to mention, uh, like in Safari, the share sheet is just so long. A uh, good uh, tip is if you want something toward the end is always you can do the uh, four finger tap at the bottom and that'll put you on the last item on the share sheet and then you can uh, swipe back to the left and that will get you closer to the uh, ad at the page. And it's right there with the uh, like favorite, add favorite, add bookmark. It's right there with that little group. Okay, thank you, Keith. All right, this is Herbie. Go ahead. Just a reminder too, sometimes, you know, in these share sheets, and it's not even just for Safari, it's anything. If you don't see what you want in the initial share sheet, make sure you look under the more buttons and there's different ones for different categories and they will sometimes show more options than what you'll see on the first sheet, so. Okay. Very good. All right, who's next? New question? Mark in Montreal. Mark in Montreal, go ahead. Hey, I've been out of the loop because I've been getting my jab and I just noticed there was an update to Clubhouse. Any of you smart people happen to notice if there was any, uh, I didn't see anything in the notes pertaining to voiceover, but is there anything exciting? Anybody see anything? Yeah, we might sort of save that discussion for Monday, Sunday, okay. but okay. Anybody quick answer to that? Anybody? Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So um, Jonathan Mosen did a little blurb on it. There's really nothing too much, but there was when you're in a room, the um, the back button is now like return to hallway or I, don't, I can't remember the exact term, but I did update and I... I haven't been on there too much, but I also haven't seen any major accessibility updates. We still have our common frustration of not knowing exactly who's talking. And so, yeah. Okay. Thanks, Chanel. There's the payment method thing that Michael was talking about. All um, right. Really underused, but I'm sure we'll talk more about that on Sunday. Yeah. This is her. Save all that for Sunday. Okay. Is this still on Clubhouse? Uh, well, I think it's, I just wanted to give a quick plug, you know, for our clubhouse uh, iBug tomorrow night. Yeah, I did. Mini Buzz is tomorrow Mini night. Buzz, yes. uh, okay. From five just want to yes. make sure people don't forget. So, no. Yep. Thank you. Okay. And that will be facilitated by Kenny and Herbie. So join us tomorrow at five o'clock. Okay. Who's next? New question, comment, issue? This is Keith. Go ahead. Okay. I need uh, a reason to spend $159. Uh, okay. I have a headphone question. All and right. Does anybody have any experience with the aftershocks? Uh, oh man, it just skipped me what they're called. It's uh, open calm. It's the aftershocks that have a boom mic. 
I believe Brad may have. It was somebody that spoke about him last week. All right. Anybody? Aftershocks with the boom mic. I really like the idea of keeping my ears open, but the aftershocks that I have just the mic's not always uh, just depending on what app you're in, just how how good the mic works. Okay, well, this is Brad. Go ahead, Brad. I remember commenting that uh, I knew someone that had the Aerotex and that they sounded real yes. good. I don't, I don't think I've had any experience with the the one you're talking about with okay. the boom mic. Somebody, I know those Aerotex sound real good. See, and I have the Aerotex, and and you were right the other day when I called them Airs, but those were the higher ones and I, I do have the air text and they sound really well but I've had people say that the mic doesn't sound like on calls sometimes or even uh, somebody mentioned on Clubhouse one day that the mic just didn't sound very good I'm wondering mm. if this boom mic uh, might it reading the description it sounds like you know the closer it is to your mouth of course that it's going to block off the surrounding noise so I think I'm going <laughs> to, I might just go ahead and bite the bullet and try them out. Yeah, you can always return them, right? So, okay, good question. This is Maria. Hi. Maria, go ahead. Just super quick one to clarify that the model that Keith and Brad have, it's the Aeropex with a P, if anyone is looking for it. Ah, I, yes. I, yeah. Just Maria, sure. be one who wears all of her gear at one time, right? <laughs> That's right. So I can listen to my nature sounds at Yes, with headphones and Aeropex and her Blaral display. Okay, go ahead. Who's next? Somebody else had a... There were two people. Hi. Yeah, Jack go ahead. Here? Go ahead. Hi. Regarding the speaking aspect of the clubhouse, it all depends on the volume of your voice, number one. Number two, the type of headphones you're using. Voice one uh, have Bluetooth and the noise background. Okay. But me, but me, you do not want me talking in front of with the phone in front of the mouth like the way we're supposed to because I sound like this very loud. Yeah, so let, would... let's continue the, the, the Clubhouse discussion. I, I want to really move on because we spent a lot of time on Clubhouse, but good point. Good yeah, point. No yeah. yeah, thank you. All right. Who's next? Anybody else? This is Jody. Go ahead, Jody. I just I just want to make a comment about the uh, the earbuds. I have a set of um, stereo ear earbuds that I got on Amazon. I paid nineteen dollars for them, and and uh, everybody says the sound quality is really well good, and uh, they've got ear hooks so they they don't have to go in your ears, and uh, I'm very happy with them. You know, I I. I you know, just just as a comment, as far as how much money you can spend and and still get a quality product. Yes, no limit to how much money you can spend. But, all right, good comments. This is Keith. Keith, just do not get the two for ten wired yeah. earbuds. Sounds like you're <laughs> underwater. Terrible. And FYI, the this is the regular Apple wired earbuds have been. Uh, on sale for like 16 or 17 dollars here lately on amazon oh that's good to know okay herbie then we're moving Did on you just say there's no limit to the amount of money you can spend because if that's the case you know there's a few things i was going to have you spend yeah there we go you know, uh... theoretically okay <laughs> all right who's next 
So I have a quick question for you guys. Um, if you are, you have multiple calendars, okay? We're back to calendars again. You have multiple calendars. You have your default calendar set up. And then you say maybe I have a home calendar and a medical calendar. And I want something to be put on the medical calendar. And now I know how to do it if I create an event and I say Monday at four o'clock and then you go all the way down and you go through the whole rigmarole and then it'll say which calendar and then yes, you can pick medical calendar. But, and I, I guess, and so I may be answering my own question, forgive me, but um, you cannot, can you tell Siri to do that or Siri can only put things on your default calendar? which is what I think. Anybody, any thoughts about that? How to add to a specific calendar using Siri, I guess is the question. This is Keith. Keith. I am not a hundred percent sure. So I, I uh, but I think you're right. Siri can only put a calendar on your, or an event on your default calendar. And then you'd have to go in and edit the calendar to change it because Oh, so you could edit it. You could put yes. the create the event and then move it. Yes, and that's what I do oh. often because I have mine set to my medical calendar, which I share with my mother. So if I create something else, I just go. In fact, if you use Siri to create an event, you can explore the screen and she puts a, a link to the calendar to that event. So you can double tap there, open up the event, and go to the top right to the edit and then swipe through there. And there is the, uh, the line that has calendar. And if you double tap that, it'll bring up your your list of calendars that you can switch it oh. over to. Okay, and another follow-up here. Well, just, okay, another follow-up. So we are trying to get organized and so forth. And so uh, the iBug and I are trying to figure out a calendar issue. And so um, is the only way to send an invitation like with Siri, rather than sharing the calendar and putting all the events on there, somebody's a little weird about it, shall I say. But anyway, he's like, send me an invitation. Can you tell Siri to send somebody an invitation? Or when you create an event, does it automatically just add the event to their to the calendar? You know, like this is so he wants the power to just add it to when he wants it or whatever. Yeah, go ahead, Herbie. So I know when you add an event to a calendar that multiple people share, then it appears on everybody's calendar, right. that right. particular calendar. I'm not sure about if you can use Siri to send an invitation, but I think that answers your other question at least. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. All right, weird stuff. No, I think though with the public calendar, like if he's just subscribed to a calendar that, I think there he can maybe customize his, you know, alerts or whatever on like that. That would just affect him. But yeah, I'm not we're, sure if it works we're that trying way to have like actually. a joint calendar with certain events, very specific events. And yeah. so I wanted it just to be anyway. He wants an invitation. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. So okay, you All have right. to do it within the event itself. Within the event, okay. Go in, like Keith was saying, go in and edit the event, and then send an invitation. I think it's actually in the screen before edit. I don't think it's on the edit screen. I think if you double tap on the event, it's towards the bottom. I was being lazy and wanted to use Siri, and I didn't want to have to go through all this. But okay, I think a combination of what y'all have suggested will this solve the problem. Go ahead, Keith. So, are you wanting to uh, share the calendar or the event itself? 
Well, we have a calendar, but I uh, he wants invitations so he can figure out Just where event things. By yeah. Event. yeah, yeah, he doesn't want yeah. to share a calendar. He's being unfriendly, so. I will right. check on that. I think that's that you can just invite the event itself in the event uh, page. I'll okay. check on that. This is Hi. Maria. Maria, go ahead. So yeah, I don't since I don't use theatering for it, I don't know, but I uh, you do have to click. It's on the main uh, screen for the event, so you would have to click on edit, and then you'll see it below, uh, right after that calendar uh, button where you can choose which calendar and right before the alert the first alert option you'll see the invitees mm -hmm. it'll say and then if you yeah and then it's a search field and you can you know add contact or put in a number or whatever right you. and so, that's yeah. like a lot more work and i really just wanted to do just a siri event and have a shared calendar but of course that's not what <laughs> they want to do but anyway okay moving on so complicated but okay thank you all right anybody else new question new comment I thought Elisa had a question earlier. I don't think she's here. So anybody else? New question. You Go ahead, Jody. Has anybody played with the voice command in uh and in, in, you know in the accessibility features? And does it work with voiceover? I haven't I haven't played with it mainly because I I wondered how compatible it would be with voiceover. Oh, yeah, we've talked about voice control. All right, anybody have any thoughts about that? Any thoughts? You know, we've had a couple of discussions on here a while ago. Uh, I guess the conclusion was that it has improved. I think it, it, it's pretty, pretty accessible, or it's gotten better with time. I think that's what the conclusion yeah. was. Okay. This is Kathy. Kathy. Are you saying that not Siri, but some other additional thing is called voice control? Yes, in accessibility okay. features, you can turn on voice control and then you can actually tell your phone to tap or swipe right or oh, scroll so it's like, or. It's like hands-free for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I wondered how compatible it was with voice. This is true. It's usually, I mean, it's really for sighted people. So originally it wasn't, wasn't very accessible, but it did get better. And I think there's yeah. ways to like set it up as a grid or set it up with numbers. I personally haven't played with it, but I just remember some of the discussion we've had on here in prior calls. So, but that would this be- This is Chanel. Go ahead, Chanel. There are a few voiceover commands. And so I would go and either look for that in- if you go into voice accessibility, voice control, and it should list all the commands. Um, other resources include an Apple VIS podcast done way back in iOS 13. And I believe someone mentioned Jonathan Mosen talked about voice recognition in iOS. Uh, I have no idea what episode, though. So all that's right. All Thank you, Chanel. All right. This is okay, I think Shri. Sorry, oh yes. Oh, Shree. Sorry, Shree. Go ahead. Sorry. Shree. I think it's. I was just saying. You know, it can be used. I've seen blind people use it. Just mm -hmm. be aware that you're going to hear uh, multiple things talking back to you. As long as you are can distinguish between the two, it can be done. And wasn't it Shree like before? Is like you had to. Do you have to like? 
it was like responding to voiceover. It got really confusing. And it's been so long, so maybe that's all moot now. But like the the command that you were giving, and then you'd have voiceover talking, and it would get all confused, right? Right. I mean, it, it has its unique uh, commands that are not voiceover commands, right. but they're going to be talking. Voiceover is going to be talking that particular voice control conversation because uh-huh. voiceover is picking that up. Right. This is yeah. Chanel. Good. Chanel. Oh. There are those specific voiceover commands um, because they were demoed and I did use them, but it's been ages. And I think if you used headphones, even just the standard Apple ear pods, um, that will eliminate a lot of the confusion. And I, I don't think there was really a lot of, I don't know, but it's been forever. So yeah, I, exactly. I could be off. What's okay, the problem? No. Good, good. Don't comment. use this. If you don't use the stuff, you forget it. Right. Exactly. Okay. Well, Jody, you'll have to check it out and let us know. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else? New question? This is Couple Keith. Minutes. Go ahead. Guess what? I just tried to add an event to another calendar using Siri and she got all confused and used that other calendar name as the title of the event. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I tried that. Yeah, we've been fighting with this. Uh, okay, I have another calendar issue if nobody else has a, another question, but if you send an event to some, send an, a calendar event to somebody and for whatever reason it, ha- hang on one second. All right. So um, we had a calendar and then it wasn't named correctly. So the iBug guy declined it. And then I, you know, renamed it and sent it back again. Is there any reason why that in second invitation would not go through with the first, fa- the fact that he declined the first one? Um, would that like, uh, like nullify the second one? I would this think is Herbie. so, but yeah, go ahead. I think it sees that it's the same invitation, even though it's a different name. Oh, uh, okay. All right, so I may have to just delete the whole calendar and start over. Yeah, this is Brad. Okay, Brad. Maybe you can go into your uh, on that same event. Go into the invitations, and you'll see where you send it to. Like in this case, Michael, uh-huh. and just delete him, and then add him again and send the invitation yeah i think i think i tried that and it wouldn't let me do it so okay yeah we've been just trying to we're still like like i said ironing out some of these calendar issues we get ready to create an iBug calendar so it is coming soon herbie's been talking about it and asking about it and hopefully it'll happen all right anybody else final thoughts we have a couple minutes left any thoughts? No Facebook questions, really? Hmm. Well, this is Herbie. Go ahead. I just want to mention real quick, too, with the calendar, don't forget if you're, you know, there is another alternative, too. You know, you can use it on your, um, you know, Apple computer devices, you know, not just your phone. So if that's a little bit easier, because yeah. there's some things you can still do with it that you can't do with Siri. And okay. Into a full Fair enough. All detail, right. But just wanted to mention that. No. Yep. So. Yeah, that's true. Anybody else? Any new questions? Somebody I just had that... a comment. This is Shri. Shri, go ahead. Do you want me to get a pigeon for you and Michael to exchange this information? <laughs> you would think we would know how to use the calendar app by now, right? Uh, yeah, somebody's so we're a little stubborn in our own ways, so that's the problem. But we will figure it out. Um, 
Yeah, um, it's it's been good though. I think we've learned a lot with the calendar. It's a very powerful app and it could be very efficient. So, and uh, as we've learned about deleting, you know, we've had a demo of calendar and there's, there's so much functionality there. You can, you know, prevent people from changing things and stop, you know, if they tick you off, you can stop sharing with them. You can throw them out of the calendar. I mean, there's lots of power there. So uh, this is Herbie. Yes, go ahead. Just notice folks how Sonia really focuses on those particular features of the calendar. <laughs> oh, no, nothing about to... how it's good to keep you organized. <laughs> it, it's more about how uh, you can, we can kick wow. you out. We can kick block you. you. you that's know, that... what I need to do. Sometimes you got to do it. You know, I'm the bad that, one. That, 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 that's your favorite features of the yeah, calendar kick app. Kick you out much. and mute people. Go ahead. The Please. hatchet lady. Yeah, the hatchet lady. There you go. This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. Have you guys looked at other... Um, calendar apps besides the native one that may have some of these things that you're looking for? Yeah, I mean, I think we've tried, I have Fantastical and I paid for it many years ago. And then somebody recently told me it wasn't as something, there was a recent update and then it wasn't that good anymore. I don't know if anybody has any, has anybody, does anybody use Fantastical on here? This is Keith. I've heard yeah. Google Maps, or Google Calendar. Hang on, Jody. Yeah, go ahead, Keith. I was just going to say, it, and this is personal preference, but I think the calendar app, my personal opinion is it's one of the best Apple native apps that's on the phone. I use it a lot. And it's in, like say, the more you dive into it, the more you, you see that what it can do. And it's pretty powerful. Yeah. Jody, you had a comment? You're talking about the Gmail app. I, I, I know Magdu uses the Google Calendar, and that's been very successful. I just use Reminder. I just set reminders for myself all the time. Absolutely. I love reminders. Okay. And as the clock tells us, we are at the end of our time. Thank you, Maria oh, and Brad, for helping out tonight. And Please uh, come back on Thursday for book club. We're watching, or we're, uh, we're listening to the a Higher Call movie night. We're watching a third, The Third Man. And Sunday, Clubhouse at iBug Cafe from four to six. So there's gonna be lots of information coming at you. And we hope that you will join us for all of these events. And uh, we hope you have a great week and take care. And we will see you soon. Thank you. Good night. Thanks, have, have a good night, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Good night. Thanks for all your